listening to WSMS. My name is John Deke, and I'm a composer and performer at the New York Philharmonic, and I work in, a, in an experimental educational artistic program called The Very Young Composers. And here at WSMS, we've been discussing the ins and outs of children being creative artists. You are John Deke, and you are the head of the Very Young Composers program, which takes place in the New York Philharmonic. So um, we're aware that it's a grassroots program, so can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. Well, it started uh, exactly 20 years ago, uh, because we're celebrating our 20th anniversary of it now. And I've uh, been a member of the Philharmonic for many years and also a composer for them. Um, actually, the only composer within the orchestra who had works played by them. And uh, all that time, as a composer, I'm always looking for where the new music is. And so one of the, one of the things that struck me, because I grew up with a visual arts background, my parents, um, was that children's visual art was, was very uh, uh, valued and even imitated by great artists of the 20th century. But uh, children, have never been known to write music of their own, especially in terms of a concert format. And we all know that uh, kids in the street have have uh, pioneered some of the some of the great art forms of the present. I mean, uh, rap and hip hop probably originated in the streets here, um, and not by 35-year-olds with a PhD either. Um, so I wanted to see what children's music was, not music that adults wrote for children, which was very childish, <laughs> but music that children wrote out of their own hearts. We helped them with the notation and with getting familiar with the instruments, but little else. The, you know, it's based on an inquiry method, uh, which means that the, the impetus comes from the student, not from the teacher down to the student. Um, so it was a, a student-initiated uh, act of creativity that, that we started. What's coming out of it? Are these like childish pieces that are coming out of them? Or are they, like, what are they, what's coming out of these young kids? We didn't know uh, what we would get <laughs> first because nobody that I talked to, and certainly not myself, and I, a lot of the music that I wrote as a composer was understood by children, uh, not that I wrote children's music necessarily, but uh, I had I felt a connection to kids, but I didn't know what kind of music they would they would come up with. But uh, we found that kids from age 9 to 13, about, were capable not only of composing music of great beauty, but also great complexity, psychological complexity, depth, humor, silliness, tragedy, anything you got, problems in their lives with their siblings, with their parents, whatever could be reflected in this music, and not just simple melodies that you play on the white keys of the piano, because we, we tried to get the kids to sing and tap and hum and, you know, play whatever instruments. How do you think uh, people express their emotions through music? Um, like in any art form, 
Chiche is a Quena uh, from Africa, explains, he says, when I'm, when I'm happy, I can compose. When I'm angry, I can compose. Right. And when I feel funny, I can compose. It doesn't always ex transfer one-to-one. -one. You, you have a silly kid, sometimes they write music of great depth. Sometimes you have a very philosophical, poetic child, and he or she will write something that is effervescent and, and witty and funny. Most kids, they love music, and they're willing to do some work, because they're, if they're having fun, if they perceive that they're having fun at this, then it's not drudgery. You don't need the Mozart genius. The basic, intelligent, hardworking kid, who is most of us, uh, can write music of great perception. Is there something in the years that you've been doing this that you notice as some consistent characteristic or something that's, that you see in a student that you think will lead to some interesting piece of music, something that is surprising or creative in a way? Is there some source that you've identified that you think that you can see in a student and think that's the most important quality? I think the, the word that stands out in your question the most to me is the word surprising. We didn't see any, you know, any, you know, right away, oh man, this kid's going to read we didn't see that right away. Again, the word is surprise. I, it's kind of why I do this thing. I, oh my God, how did you think of this? You know, and that makes my day, makes my day. I think it makes their day too. Uh, I didn't know I could do this. You know, they, they told me I didn't have a good ear and they told me I didn't do this. Or that. And it's not always a pleasant surprise, sometimes it's the opposite. I thought you were gonna work on this piece. I expected more from you or something, but I, I try not to say that. We try to be positive. Because it's a very competitive environment, especially here in New York. That's why I came to New York. I wanted to compete, and I got knocked on my tushy many times. <laughs> I know it's tough. It's tough there. You get a lot of justifiably negative feedback for what you do. So there's a right and a wrong with that, with violin playing, with clarinet playing, with American history. You know, Columbus did not discover America in 1493 or whatever it was. It's kind of a broad question, but do you think music is negative in a way? Tell me more about that question. I don't. Because you were talking about uh, like all the your teachers telling you what not to do and everything. Mm. I think that once you make those corrections, will you be positive? Mm. Uh, I believe that that teachers are often they often overemphasize the negative, even in the technical sense, because there is such a thing as constructive criticism and destructive criticism, and I've seen it both. Absolutely. No, I think music is an extraordinarily exhilarating, positive, beautiful uh, uh, life force of the earth. And it, and it is, in many ways can save us from this crazy garbage that's going on these days. And, and especially in an age now where, where, where we're told to, to split apart, everybody's splitting apart, we're flying off in crazy different directions and hating, hating and killing and all. Uh, and, especially in this day and age, this is so important that we bring kids together, young people. You guys are inheriting the earth. We, we, want, you, we want to give you a, a platform of, of constructive communication and recognition of differences. So yeah, music could be an extraordinarily positive, binding, uplifting force. I have come to, and just over the period of time, realized that the bridge program, besides allowing the young, the adolescent actually, which is really what the bridge is, is centered in, gives the adolescent, besides musical creativity and technical knowledge, gives the kid leadership 
decision making. Composer has to make how many? 10, 20,000 decisions in writing a piece. Each note, how long, how loud, how high, which octave, which instrument, the attack, the release, the whole, the thousands of decisions. And not only that, each decision that you make directly affects a musician, usually a professional. So that's, boy, that's learning responsibility. I think composing is really interesting, the process of doing it. And uh, do you think that the outcome is more important than the process? Mm, interesting question. Are you a composer yourself? Uh, well, I think everyone is a composer. That's, that's that famous quote of Picasso, every child yeah. is born an artist, right? Yeah. Problem is remaining one. I think being a professional musician and professional composer myself, I have to admit that the work of art, the result, is very important. Therefore, nobody, even in the fourth grade VYC classes, nobody gets away from the class without having a public performance of their work, or at least a school assembly, you know, performance of their work. Obviously, the process is totally important, and it's a delight to watch how kids wander in different ways and get to that point. But it's, it's art that we're talking about, the work of art yeah. is important to me. And that, to me, I think maybe sets it apart a little bit, because this is not, a, not so much an educational program as, as an artistic program. I want to see an actual statement by a child that will stand up to, not in complexity, length, and lavish technical display, but I want to see it stand up artistically to what a professional composer can do. Mia, Mia Michi's piece, she wrote a piece about going on a roller coaster. Awesome, awesome piece. And the orchestra has to scream at some, at some point, you know, like they're going, <laughs> and the Philharmonic is a great time of it. And we had a Chinese girl last year, Xu Wen. I tore my hair out over her, and she did every note herself. She was 13 years old. I, I said, can't we simplify this viola line here? You've got him crossing two strings at once, and, and she said, no, 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 we can't change that because that's the main theme. Okay, so <laughs> I, I wrestled her down to, I said, the orchestra has five minutes of rehearsal out of this piece. They don't have four hours. So she, she made it more possible. It was still a difficult piece. She just, it was, it, the piece was a rat's nest. I was scared to death of it. I thought the Philharmonic was gonna throw me out. Was it successful? Fantastic. The Chinese media uh, grabbed onto it and it went over, not, not like here so much, it went viral over there. Millions of the, tens of millions of people heard this piece and interviewed her. Uh, you cannot predict, you know, what's, I can't. I can't predict what's going to really, really be. So the end result of Xuan's piece is what counted. The process was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you ignorant about um, and would like to learn more about? Or? Oh, I'd like to learn more. Well, of course I'm ignorant of human nature. The older I get, the, the less I realize I know. Um, so... Ignorance can be a horrible thing, and ignorance can be a beautiful thing. Um, you can say that a child, like we're talking about a nine-year-old kid, is ignorant of the inner processes, the professional inner workings of, of music, and yet contain within herself a beauty that the, that the professional has lost. Yeah. 
Um, so there is value in ignorance. However, there's also great danger. You, you, in a school like this, I think what you do is develop a passion for learning, a passion for delving into something very deeply. Um, <clears throat> but you have to be careful how you're doing it um, so as not to shut things out as much as open things up. And uh, I find that there's a lot of prejudices can develop early on uh, because you might like a certain style of music. And so anybody who writes outside of that style all of a sudden is, you know, worth garbage. So in, in working around ignorance, let's remember that it's a process of opening up rather than closing off.